Welcome to Married by Design. Biblical change, what is the foundation or the basis of change that we want to see in our lives? That's what we're going to be looking at on this episode of Married by Design. The purpose of the Married by Design podcast is to encourage couples to enjoy all that God has for them in their marriage relationship. Welcome back to Married by Design. We have started a series entitled Handling Life's Issues. Uh, This is a series that we're looking at, the idea of biblical counseling, of going back to God's Word and beginning to think about how do we deal with issues like fear and anger and depression and the things that we commonly face how can we handle those things biblically? And we begin to look at that and look in the last episode at this concept of change, how important it is to change and how at times difficult change is. We're going to be looking at this for a few weeks. We want to answer the question, how is it that maybe in your life, if you see areas in your life that you want to change, that you're actually able to make lasting change, but also In terms of helping other people, um, people in your family, people that you may know, what are the things that you could say to encourage them to change and to help them to see the ability that God can give them to change? So we're going to be focusing on that. Um, In this episode, we want to look at, in part, this idea of the beginning of change is that conversion experience. When a person comes to a place of trusting Jesus Christ as their Savior, we're going to be looking at this idea of change and to see that in Christ as a believer that a person has the actual ability to change. So we want to, again, put out some verses and to encourage you not to think of this as, okay, I know the gospel, I've gone through this. Um, This is so important because so many people don't understand the gospel and they skip over this. They think, okay, I want to change this area of my life. But unless they really understand this process of what God wants to do at the beginning of change, the rest of the change is not going to take place. So we want to look at some verses. The first one is 2 Corinthians 5.21. There Paul writes, For our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Here is Paul talking about the change that God wants to do in every person's life. The problem is that we have sin. Uh, we've done made wrong choices. We've done the wrong things. And as a result, that separates us from God. And what Paul explains here is that Christ was made to be sin. He took our sins on himself, even though he knew no sin. He took our sins on himself so that in him we might become, there's the change, the righteousness of God. So, because Christ has taken our sins on himself, we therefore have the ability to change. Because we're not saddled and burdened with this uh, weight of sin in our lives, we actually have the ability to change. That's what Paul says. He says that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Part of that is the idea that when we trust in Christ, that God gives us his very righteousness. But I think equally there's a part that God when he changes our hearts and makes us a new creation, then we can begin to live that righteous life that God wants us to live. And there's a whole process that we're going to look at today, starting with the idea of repentance. Yeah, so the first um, step in this process would be repentance. Um, Acts 2.37 says, Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? 
And Peter said to them, Repent, and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now he says the first thing they were to do um, is to repent. And repentance has the idea of a turnaround. You're going in one direction, and you turn around and go the other direction. It is turning away from the fleshly, uh, natural mm-hmm. way of doing things that's sinful and rebellious to God and turning and going in the other direction. So it's a, it's an intention of the heart as well as usually an action. It's preceded by an intention of the heart to not continue to do things the way that I've always done them, but to, to make a turnaround and to go in the opposite direction. Yeah, that's good. I mean, we're going to look at repentance again in, in even for a believer, the, the process of repentance that takes place. But, but for here, it's that idea that as Peter talked to them, it's the idea of turning from their own way of life, from their faith in themselves and what they can do, and to turn to Christ and to acknowledge him for the forgiveness of their sins. So that's good. Well, go ahead. Well, I'd Sorry. also add... Um, he says, in this process, you repent and um, receive forgiveness, and you'll receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, mm. which we talked about in the last episode. Yeah, That is key to change. We can counsel unbelievers and give them some ideas, but we can't give them the power to change themselves. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit within us as believers is what gives us that power to change. So... And that process of repenting of our sins and turning to Christ, we receive that gift that is the key to change. Yeah, that's good. And, and you know, we, we may be, you may end up talking to somebody who's not a believer. And there's a delicate balance there because on the one hand, you want to give them biblical truth and, and get them started on the idea of change, of following God's ways. But they need to have that relationship. They need to have the Holy Spirit in them. So you, you never want to be far away from the gospel when you're talking to somebody. When we uh, do counseling with people, in the first few sessions, we really talk about the gospel and making sure they understand the gospel, uh, whether they've trusted Christ. And we explain this idea of the power of the Holy Spirit in their lives and the idea of change and repentance of turning from these things is so key to it. Um, a- another aspect, when you look at this beginning of change, related to salvation and the new creation that God wants us to be is faith. And we've touched on this and we will continue to touch on this. That the idea of belief that we are trusting in somebody for our lives. As believers, we have to do that. We'll talk about later when we look at fear and things like that. But here at the outset, the idea of faith is for a person to understand that to have that conversion experience, to become a new creation and to be able to change There is repentance where they see their broken life and they turn to Christ. But there's also faith, this idea of trusting Jesus, of believing that he was made sin for us so that we could become the righteousness that Christ died for us. And in Romans 10, verse 9, it says, If we confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. Um, 
verse 11, for the scripture said, everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame. So this idea of the confidence that we have, this is faith. We put our faith in a pastor, in our spouse, in all kinds of people and situations. And that's the same concept here. Paul's saying that we have to put our faith, our trust in Jesus Christ, in his death, in his resurrection, to really believe, not just mouth it, but actually believe that God raised him from the dead and that that uh, was the work that Christ did to save us uh, from our sins. And it goes on in Romans 10, verse 13. It says, For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And that goes along with the faith. It's a response to turn to God and call on Him to ask for His forgiveness and the salvation that He he offers. We need more than a head knowledge. Um, We can get the knowledge of God from the Word and the knowledge of how He wants us to live. But without that response of turning to Christ and receiving Him, you're still left just to your own resources. Mm-hmm. It says we must, be, must call on Him to be saved. It's yeah. a response of belief or faith. Because um, God wants to save us not just from the penalty of sin, but he wants to save us from its power as well. Mm. We talked about the idea of sanctification earlier as well, and um, it's that idea, the process of growth throughout our life, in this life, um, of becoming more like Jesus. This is a change God wants to do in us. Um, that's a process, but it's, it's um, drawing us out of that power of sin over our life and sanctifying us and making us more like Christ. That's good. That's good. Yeah, that process of change and that calling on the name of the Lord. I would just say if you're listening to this podcast and you've never called on the name of the Lord to be saved, that what that means is prayer. It's just calling out to God and say, God, I I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I've broken. I want to turn from that. That's a repentance. And I believe, I trust that Christ died for me, that he bore my sin on the cross and I want to be a child of God and you know I'd encourage you if you haven't done that that you do that and in the process maybe of helping somebody else that you understand that process so that you have an opportunity maybe to talk to somebody else about that again don't miss that don't skip over this part and just give them a couple quick verses to help them deal with fear or the things going on in their life because God has a lot bigger plan than just uh, making them uh, work through some things and, and to not struggle maybe as much as they they did before. God loves them. God loves you. And he wants that relationship and, and that process that God wants to take us through. So the other thing that we wanted to do in this episode is look at some of the distractions from change. We're actually going to spend a bit of time looking at ultimately why people don't change in a few weeks. But we just want to touch on some of the distractions to change uh, when a person receives that gift of salvation, there are a number of things that can come in right off that can kind of pull them off of that idea of, of change. And so uh, the first one is our own thoughts. Uh, we get so uh, locked into our own way of thinking, uh, maybe things that we've seen in the past. And um, Romans 8 verse 6, Paul says, For 
the the mind to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God, for it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. So again, that's that idea. A person in the flesh is somebody who has not received that gift of salvation in Christ. And as a result, they are relying on their own thoughts, their own way of thinking. But there's, again, the work of the Spirit in us to help us to change our thoughts, to look at things differently. And that's such a key because we can be so thrown off by our own fears, our own expectations, everything in our life that will pull us away from from really changing. Um, Another distraction is the idea of wisdom, um, and that's worldly wisdom or man's wisdom. The Bible distinguishes between man's wisdom and wisdom from above, and definitely earthly wisdom is a a distraction to people from uh, receiving real change in their their lives and their hearts. 1 Corinthians 3.18 says, um, Let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you thinks that he is wise in this age, let him become a fool, that he may become wise. For the wisdom of the world is folly with God. For it is written, He catches the wise in their craftiness. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise, that they are futile. Um, Today, it's very in, I guess you'd say, to have a therapist or a psychologist um, to follow you know, the million self-help podcasts. Yeah, that yeah you there's a lot to. out there. Um, and it's important to understand that most of those are just full of man's wisdom and not God's yeah. wisdom. And if you understand that in God's eyes, man's wisdom is folly and futile, as it says in the verses I read, you'll want something different to have lasting change that, really benefits you and glorifies God. Um, don't follow the, the wisdom of the world. It's, it's not bad to listen to some podcasts and get some ideas, but if you want real change and you want to grow in Christ and be glorifying to Him, get your wisdom from God and from His Word. Um, so again, that's a, a a huge distraction, I think, to a lot of people is following the world's wisdom and the world's self-help that that is offered rather than turning to God and allowing His Holy Spirit and His Word to bring about transformation. Yeah, there's a real contrast between the wisdom of God. God is eternal. He has always existed. He, he knows everything. He's figured it out. He's got the best way of doing things. And so we have to really look to Him. It's amazing how often people will listen to a podcast or they'll listen to read a book or even sometimes in movies and other ways you can get the wisdom of men where they are putting forward their own ideas about how to fix your life, how to live a better life and all these things. And we can tend to rely on those. But once you go down the path of that, you will eventually hopefully realize and see that it doesn't really satisfy. It doesn't really work. It's God's wisdom, God's ways that really work. He is the one ultimately that wants to give us an understanding wants to show us the best way to change and so that's why we couple these things to together our own thoughts all the things that go on in our brain and then all the other input that comes in from other sources the wisdom of of men the wisdom of the world that can really throw us off 
Um, the next area that, of something that can kind of distract us from changes or our own desires, we can be so driven by what we desire, our fleshly desires, our anger or lust and all the things that go on. And if we don't recognize that distraction and put those things aside, and we'll talk about that more later, we will not see the change that God wants to do. Um, in Galatians 5.17, Paul writes, For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit. And the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh, for these are opposed to each other to keep her from doing the things that you want to do. So those natural fleshly desires will keep us from doing the things that we want to do that we should do. And the challenge is, as we go through this, is to think about those desires that we have and how they direct us, how they uh, put us into a mold and how they bring us down a path that are, are, is going to prevent us from real change in our lives. And we'll look at that idea. Paul goes on in Galatians to talk about the, the fruit of the Spirit and not walking in the flesh and the desires, but walking in the Spirit and the power of the Spirit. Um, another distraction to uh, change can be um, goals or purposes. So often our goals are not God's goals. And when He works in us to sanctify us, He is working for His purposes, for His glory, um, to bring about His His purposes on earth and in His eternal kingdom. Um, Philippians 3.19 says, Their end is destruction, their God is their belly, and they glory in their shame with minds set on earthly things. And that thought of earthly things can be so many things, but, but many times people want to change because they want to feel better. They want their marriage to be better. They want to look better to other people. They have self-exaltation uh, as their goal um, or just living a happy uh Easier life. Easier life. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. just looking for com- being comfortable, um, and yeah. that that is not in keeping with God's purposes. So um, that can be a real barrier to people being able to change, is because they're basically fighting against God, having opposing go- goals to what God God's goals are and to what He wants our goals to be. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, our purposes need to be lined up with God's purposes and we have to understand that otherwise we'll never be on the right track so that's good yeah so we've looked at a number of, of distractions to change and and uh, we've also talked about this idea the foundation of change is that relationship with Christ and really understanding for yourself but also in explaining that to others so uh, that's good so we encourage you. Thank you for being on our podcast this week. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at marriedbydesign01 at gmail.com. We'd love to get your input, your questions, maybe ways that we can pray for you. Uh, next week on the podcast, we're going to continue to look at this idea of change and uh, just the, uh, not the resources, but the ideas uh, that we need to understand to really Uh, embrace this change and really see the way that God fits us for change. He desires for us to change. And so we're going to be looking at the things that God provides for us in order for us to make that change easier and not as much a struggle. So we hope that you'll join us next week on Married by Design. 